Greetings in Jesus' precious name. Welcome to this evening's uh, live stream. And I hope that this entire season of worship and receiving from God's word has been a blessing for each and every one of you, especially those that have been tuning on a daily basis. I understand that uh, it's necessary for us to have seasons like this that are set apart to go after God, to go after the heart of God, to go after the mind of God. Jesus did this. Jesus spent 40 days in the wilderness preparing for the next season of his life. Elijah, the Bible says that God enabled him, strengthened him to walk on a 40 day long journey from where he was to Mount Sinai where he was to encounter God. The Bible also talks about Moses who spent 40 days and 40 nights on two separate occasions waiting on God, hearing from God. Now, I understand that we are not giving all 24 hours of our day uh, to try and wait on the Lord and yet it is necessary for us to take out seasons from our life. Uh, you know, take grab every opportunity that we get to spend time with God and to wait on Him and to worship Him and to receive His voice and His word over our lives. You know, in this particular season, even as we are preparing for Pentecost, even as we are preparing for the, the physical seasonal day called Pentecost that is about to happen in a, a couple of days, I pray and I hope that even in your spirit, you will be prepared for the seasonal shift that the Lord is about to release in this next season. And I think that uh, Benny and the entire team that is leading this movement of songs of revival, the songs that you've written, the songs that you're singing and the songs that is the heartbeat of our uh, church and the bride of Christ in this season. I think we have to go to the next level along with the shift in the season. Even our songs need to shift. Our worship needs to shift. Our prayers, the things that we expect God to do in our lives, even those things need to shift every area of our life in this season. I pray and I hope that God will take us into the next level. You know, there are things that the enemy is going to do in this season to try and distract us. You know, Jesus experienced the greatest amount of temptations, not when he was doing ministry, but especially in that 40 days of fasting and praying in the wilderness. Now, don't expect seasons like these to be without any distractions and temptations. The enemy is going to come at us with everything that he's got. And that is why we have to be careful and we have to be guarded and we have to be prepared for what God has in store for us in this season. Now, you've termed, uh, you've named this entire series as preparing for Pentecost. And I think that it's very apt and very, um, very much um, relevant because even the Pentecost, the first Pentecost, um, that where the Holy Spirit came down, you would see that there was a preparation phase of 40 days uh, before uh, the Pentecost could come upon the church. Now, this 40 days of preparation was the time from the death of Jesus to the time that Jesus ascended to heaven. There was something very profound that happened when Jesus ascended to heaven. 
the bible talks about this in john chapter 7 how uh, that jesus when he was glorified the spirit of god will be poured out from heaven and it is necessary for us to understand that there will come a point there did come a point when jesus ascended to heaven after the 40 days of walking with his disciples and teaching his disciples and when he did ascend into heaven is when he made it possible for the disciples to be filled in the presence and the power of the holy spirit and i believe that in this season what we are intentionally doing with our worship what we are intentionally doing with our songs what we are intentionally doing with our gathering it doesn't matter how big or small it is that are on these live streams but what we are intentionally doing with that is that we are bringing a altar we are bringing a a, a gathering we are we are just coming to agree and believe that god will pour out his spirit once again that god will pour out his presence upon us once again and 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 this happens when we exalt him when we glorify him when we cause his praise to ascend out of our homes and out of our lives and out of our phones and out of our voices that his praise when it ascends that is what will bring his presence and his glory and his power down now what i want to do for us for our time together this evening is to read through acts chapter 1 Now it gives us a slight glimpse of the time that Jesus spent with the disciples and how he taught them what he taught them during the 40 days. Now Jesus did teach about the Holy Spirit to them before these 40 days also. If you read John chapter 14, 15, 16 and the prayer of John chapter 17 that was jesus preparing the disciples for pentecost jesus preparing the disciples for a revelation of the holy spirit for an outpouring of the holy spirit jesus taught them who the holy spirit is jesus uh, advised them how to uh, engage with this uh, holy spirit and and what to do and what not to do and what to expect and how to receive from this holy spirit and i think majority of the times we miss the move of god because we are not educated about it because we are not prepared to receive it you know when the holy spirit came down upon the people upon all 120 people in the day of pentecost the bible says there were many people who looked at what was happening and they said that these guys are drunk their spiritual wisdom and understanding was not matured enough to uh, you know decrypt what was happening in this place and that is why our preparation process is so important that is why our preparation in seasons like this for what is about to come to pass you know i truly truly believe that we are at the verge of the greatest revival I don't know if you'll agree with me or not but if you do agree let me know in the comments but I I truly believe that we are at the verge of a great revival you know over a long period of time uh, you know from the beginning of time till now we've never had so many people on the earth you know up until the 1500s we had less than 1 billion population 
uh, in the in the whole world it was only in 1800s that that 1 billion became 2 billion and now we are in the year 2020 and we are almost about to hit 8 billion people all over the world that is the pace at which population is increasing now back in the day you know when the population was not much the amount of people that were reached for the lord was not much the ratio of somebody who had been reached with the gospel to somebody who had not been reached with the gospel was 1 is to 360 which is for every 360 people that did not hear the gospel there was one who had heard and received the gospel back in the day but can i tell you the ratio now you'd be surprised to know this but i i i truly believe that this is you know nearing and 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 pushing us into the end times that we are preparing for one in seven people one in seven people all over the world has heard and has received jesus now the current ratio of the number of people who have accepted jesus is one is to seven which means that if every believer on the planet earth would make it a point to witness and to talk about Jesus to at least seven people in their lifetime. I mean, we have the potential to reach the entire globe with the gospel of Jesus. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that such an amazing time that we are living in? We have over one billion people around the world that calls on the name of Jesus, that believes in him and are waiting for a move of God. And I think that that's just the starting and people are getting saved left, right and center all over the world, beginning with China, Africa. Some of the most communist and atheistic nations are responding to God. A nation like Romania, for example, you know, a place where if you would speak the name of God, you will be ridiculed, mocked and even persecuted for that matter are you know seeing great revivals are seeing people turn to Jesus in such a great numbers and 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 here we are you know taking life easy and taking things for granted and not being prepared for what God is about to do in this next season hey guess what everything in the spirit realm is accelerating in this season and if we will understand the times and if we will understand the seasons and if we will align up to it and if we will prepare ourselves and if we will set ourselves up for what God is doing in this season, I'm telling you, we are going to see a great harvest. We are going to see a great outpouring. We are going to see such a great Pentecost in our day and time that we will, that it will be the initial point or the birth pains before the return of Jesus. I believe, I believe, I believe that you and I, we are going to carry the gospel. We are going to carry the fire of God and we are going to carry the presence of the Holy Spirit to the most needy, to the most desperate and to the most hungry people in our generation. And that is going to be possible only if we are going to spend time educating ourselves. If you're going to spend time preparing for ourselves, preparing for this move of God. You know, there was this one man called John the Baptist. And it says that this guy 
from his childhood i don't know how young he was but it says that from his childhood till the day that he would appear and he would begin to minister publicly till that point this guy literally lived in wilderness not just in the comfort of his home and just you know temporary isolation from social media no no this guy literally lived in a wilderness what for he was waiting for a move of god he was waiting for the the jesus movement jesus was about to come onto this planet and he had a revelation of that and he was out there preparing himself for it till the day that he 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 didn't f- see himself fit to to talk about jesus to preach about jesus he kept himself in that wilderness and the bible says that at the right time when it was the right time he went into the into this time of public ministry and he started teaching about jesus and he said hey it's time for us to prepare the way for the lord behold the lamb of god behold jesus here comes the one who is uh, going to uh, bring down heaven here comes the one who is going to die for the sins of the whole world here came this man who was going to preach for only a period of 6 months and yet his preparation time took an entire lifetime of being in the wilderness of being away from uh, the the media of being away from everything that everybody else seemed uh, to be running after he of being away from the comfort of his home of being away from the normal lifestyle of eating and drinking of being away from everything in fact the bible says that you know jesus said it like this here was a man who was fasting and the pharisees did not accept him he was technically living on a fast his entire life you know we we go on a fast for 40 days and then we boast about how we have fasted and prayed this guy was fasting for his entire life he ate very uh, normal food honey and i mean come on you can't live an entire life just eating honey and and and, and wild stuff and that's how this guy lived why because he was preparing himself for a move of god and i believe that a majority of the victories and breakthroughs that jesus walked in you know we may not see it like this but let me explain this to you even jesus he came in because there was somebody who had prepared the way for him right now who prepared the way for jesus john the baptist prepared the way for jesus now when jesus came in he walked in crazy signs and wonders and miracles and breakthroughs heavens opening up and and dead people rising up and and sick people being healed and you know all this great revival time in israel for three and a half years that jesus walked in i think it is primarily because there was a man who went ahead of him preparing the ground preparing in prayer preparing himself and preparing the land preaching the hard message of repentance this guy truly paid the price for what jesus would later accomplish through his ministry and i pray and i hope that there will be several forerunners to the ministry of jesus on this earth in these last days that you and i we will prepare ourselves 
Now, of course, there are several levels of preparation. We can prepare ourselves spiritually. We can prepare ourselves physically. Uh, we can prepare ourselves in our purity, in our willingness to be set apart. Uh, different levels of being, uh, you know, prepared. And I think that we have to be prepared in every way. We cannot just say, okay, I'm going to uh, only just pray or I'm going to only read the Bible. No, you have to be prepared in a holistic manner. Now, let's read how did Jesus prepare his disciples for the day of Pentecost. The Bible says in Acts chapter 1 and verse 1, this is a doctor who is writing this book. His name is Dr. Luke. And he says, in my first book, I told you Theophilus, which is his first book, the Gospel of Luke. In my first book, I told you Theophilus of everything that Jesus began to do and to teach. Now, here is the first thing that you need to understand when you are preparing for Pentecost. When you focus your heart and your mind on everything that Jesus is, is and everything that he taught and everything that he did, everything that he wants to do in our life. When you focus on Jesus, you are setting the foundation for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. I told you how John said this in John chapter 7 verse 39 that the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out because Jesus had not yet been glorified. I hope that the verse is on your screen and you can read it out. John chapter 7 verse 39. It says, the Holy Spirit had not yet been poured out because Jesus had not yet been glorified. Now, let me ask you this. Are you spending your days? Are you spending your time? Are you spending every effort that you have, every effort that you can take to exalt Jesus in your life? Or are you exalting yourself? Or are you exalting um, your ministry? Or are you exalting your uh, platforms and your, uh, you know, your business and your family? Are, are you living a lifestyle of exalting yourself? Or are you living a lifestyle where your focus is on what Jesus, it says what he began to do and to teach. It doesn't say that he finished with it. It, it was a beginning. What happened in the Gospels, what Jesus started in the scriptures, what God did in the word that we can read about. It's only a beginning. He is continuing to speak and he's continuing to teach and he is continuing to do. Every morning when you wake up, the first question on your lips should be, Lord, what are you doing in my world today? What are you doing in my home today? What are you doing in my church in this season? What are you releasing in my city in this season? All these guys are giving me crazy negative news about what is happening. And yet, please tell me, Lord, what is it that you are doing in my life, in this season of my life? It's necessary for us to, uh, you know, focus our hearts. And, and focus our minds and, and go to the Lord and keep asking him, Lord, what is it that you are doing and what is it that you are teaching and what is it that you are releasing? And the more that we focus on that, the more that we keep our hearts engaged 
on the things that that Jesus is doing and Jesus is teaching and Jesus is uh, moving and Jesus is releasing I'm telling you we are going to attract the presence and the power and the glory of the Holy Spirit see there cannot be a revival without the presence of the Holy Spirit there cannot be a move of God without the presence of the Holy Spirit even Jesus himself okay check this out even Jesus himself for him to have such a successful ministry he had to wait 30 years to that point where he would be baptized and he would come out of the water and the Holy Spirit would descend upon him like a dove like a dove okay it descended upon Jesus heavens opened up and the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus even Jesus himself could not have a successful ministry he couldn't begin a successful ministry till the Holy Spirit would come upon him and how much more do you and I need the same how much more do you and I need to ask for the same pray for the same desire for the same the Bible says that until the day that he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instruction through the Holy Spirit so he is writing to Theophilus dr. Luke is writing to Theophilus saying hey I wrote to you about what Jesus began to do and teach and then it's speaking about how he he continued to do that he continued to teach them and prepare them and gave them instructions through the Holy Spirit through the power of the Holy Spirit uh, and and he did this all the way till the time that he was to be taken up verse 3 during the 40 days now now here comes the timeline okay it says during the 40 days after he suffered and died the Bible says he appeared to the Apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive and he talked to them about the kingdom of God and this is very exciting and I pray and I hope that as you receive this word tonight that this will be your portion too that this will become a real and personal when I read this particular scripture my heart began beating so fast and so heavy and so hard that I just wanted to just you know scream out loud the Bible says for 40 long days from the time that he suffered and died to the day that he would ascend into heaven for 40 long days this is what he did he appeared to the Apostles from time to time in this day in this season of preparation how did God prepare these guys by giving them personal Jesus encounters now I'm telling you this if the disciples needed those Jesus encounters then you and I we need those encounters now some of the disciples were looking for it some of the disciples were not looking for it let me give you the example of these two disciples it says that there was these two guys who were on their way to a town or a village called Emmaus okay they were they had left from one city and they're going to another city and they are walking and the Bible says that as these guys were walking 
they were in deep conversation they were talking to each other about the things of god they were talking about jesus they were their hearts were constantly engaged in the things that that had happened in that place they are, they are they are talking about jesus and they are talking about how could this happen and why did this happen and why will god allow this and they are constantly engaged in their conversation now suddenly the bible says jesus joined them and jesus began to walk with them now we all want jesus to come and walk with us but we don't spend all of our time talking about him we don't spend all of our time working with him or we don't spend all of our time trying to see what is it that god is doing in our life now here are two guys they don't have all the answers but they are engaging in a conversation with each other now we don't even know the identity of these two guys okay these guys are not like apostle peter and james and john and all those the the really theologically accurate and uh, profound apostles that we are talking about these are ordinary disciples but what did they do they decided i know this is not we are not in church i know that we are in a uber drive from this point to there but this is what we are going to do instead of talking about cricket instead of talking about the movie instead of talking about this xyz politician and this uh, this movie star or somebody that i am following i'm i'm going to engage in a conversation about jesus every time that anybody would spend time with me i'm i'm going to have a overflow about what i am learning about jesus and what i want to learn about jesus and and the bible says because these guys started talking about jesus man that just attracted the presence of jesus to come and walk with them and the funny thing is that even though jesus was walking with these guys and even though these guys had seen jesus several times before okay but in this particular journey the bible says that they couldn't recognize that this was jesus now this is where we miss our encounters not in the fact that we don't talk about jesus but that even when we talk about jesus his presence comes and we refuse to acknowledge him we refuse to uh, recognize him and we refuse to engage his with his presence but these two guys they they decided to engage with the person of jesus they they couldn't recognize who this was but they started talking to him and they're like this is what is bothering us the fact that jesus died and then jesus started opening up his heart and his mind to them okay and the story goes on to say that as they reached their town jesus pretended like he was going to the next town jesus pretended like he had somewhere else to be and somewhere else to go and these guys had the opportunity to say a goodbye to jesus and walk away or they had the opportunity to persuade jesus to stay now wait a minute these guys still don't know that this is jesus they just think that there is some ordinary traveler probably a preacher of god's word or somebody that did believe in jesus some random dude you know they don't even know this guy right but they decided at this point saying no we were so blessed by this word that you were speaking to us we are not going to let you go without honoring you we are not going to let you go without serving you a meal we are going to give to you you know and 
and see there is so many spiritual principles that we have to learn from this story one is the fact that hey these guys could have missed that encounter that they would have had at the end of the day if they would have just said okay jesus or okay preacher or okay pastor thank you for this wonderful sermon may the lord bless you tata see you on my next journey back into this town take or exchange phone numbers and walk away they could have if they would have done that they would have totally missed out on this encounter but what they did was they said no 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 what we received from this man was so valuable the insights that we received were so valuable that we are not going to let this guy go on to the next town as it is we want to honor him right now so they they called him to his house in fact the bible says they persuaded him to come they technically convinced forced this guy to come to his house see till now they don't know this is jesus okay they they forced him to come to his house they set a lavish table before them and the bible says when it was time to eat a meal jesus took the bread the bread that these guys had served him jesus took the bread and he broke it the moment he broke it their eyes were opened and lo and behold they had an encounter with jesus they had a revelation of jesus they experienced this manifestation this physical manifestation of jesus now our challenge is that we don't want to go that long we don't want to walk that long with somebody we don't want to you know uh, honor somebody you know we don't want to give uh, from what belongs to us why why should i sacrifice my meal for somebody who just preached a random sermon to me why should i you know allow somebody else to encroach into my personal space by allowing that guy to walk with me what if this guy is uh, you know a crazy person you know and and we ask all these logical rational questions sometimes we talk like normal human beings who have natural common sense and natural wisdom of the world and in doing so we miss the encounters that god has planned for us but my cry in this season is that i will not be so much of a human being or i will not be so full of the common sense of this world that i will not be so full of my logical rational understanding of how to behave and what to do and what not to do that i will not be so full of my schedule i know that i have to reach here at this time and do this at this time that i i will not be so full of myself that i will come to a place where i am unable to give jesus space to move in my life i am unable to give jesus time to move in my life i am unable to give jesus time to encounter my life encounter my world the bible says that for for 40 long days jesus kept encountering them jesus kept appearing to them you know another can i tell you another time when jesus appeared to them it says that peter one morning okay peter was the leader of the pack right and peter one morning it says that he went and told all the disciples saying come let's uh, go fishing jesus had told them you guys are not supposed to be fishing anymore 
you guys are supposed to fish for people now uh, fishing for all these uh, uh, fishes is not your calling anymore he had he had told them very clearly but one morning Peter decided no I don't think anything is gonna change let me go back to my old lifestyle and Peter went out fishing and lo and behold they didn't catch anything that whole time that they were in the sea and when they looked out the Bible says they saw Jesus standing on the shore now in the same way that the two guys that were walking with Jesus the, the two guys that were walking to Emmaus they did not recognize Jesus in the same way these seven disciples or more of them that were on the boat that were out fishing they did not recognize that this was Jesus they just you know could have ignored this voice and this voice called out to them saying have you guys caught anything and then they said no we haven't then Jesus told them why didn't you put your net here and you're gonna catch something and then they obeyed that voice and the crazy thing is this that if they would not have obeyed that voice they would have moved on to the next place searching for fish and they would have missed that encounter that Jesus wanted to give them now I'm telling you when we reach heaven we will be filled with stories we will get to see what was going on behind the scenes of all those things that happen in our life that that you know that flight that you missed or that meeting that you couldn't make it to and that that sickness that befell you and all those things you will see the behind the scenes of all of that okay and you know here is these disciples who did not catch fish for an entire night and naturally you and I would just call it as one unsuccessful adventure something that I couldn't fit and something that you know nothing could come out of and we would have just ignored that whole time and the whole thing and just move on to the next thing but if we if these disciples would have done the same thing if these disciples would not have obeyed Jesus that day if these disciples would not have obeyed the voice of God they would have missed the encounter that Jesus had prepared for them now my prayer is that in this season when we prepare ourselves for Pentecost when we prepare ourselves for revival when we prepare ourselves for a outpouring of God's presence all over the world when we prepare ourselves our hearts our minds and all these other areas of our life that needs to be aligned and put into place when we do all of that for the great move of God that is about to come to pass I pray that we will be doing that with the knowledge and with the understanding of the fact that the revelation of Jesus encounters with Jesus encounters with the resurrected Jesus has to become the foundation for Pentecost has to become our foundation for Pentecost there cannot be a Pentecost if you are not willing to pursue encounters with Jesus there cannot be an outpouring of the Holy Spirit if you are not pursuing the physical manifested presence of Jesus now I'm not asking you to run after uh, manifestations you know these guys they were not running after manifestations they were just going about doing their everyday life and yet whenever they received a word from God they chose to respond to it whenever 
you know they they got an opportunity to honor a man of god they went out of their way to honor that man of god whenever they got an opportunity to serve jesus they they did all that they could to serve this jesus you know the first time jesus appeared to them the bible says jesus ate what these guys served jesus the next time the last time that we are talking about when he came and stood at the edge of the sea the bible says jesus served the meal for them even though these guys caught fish by the time they reached the shore jesus had already prepared a lavish uh, barbecued grilled fish for these guys said and and i pray and i hope that this season we will not miss what god has prepared for us we will not miss it what we will do is we will be intentional and we will continue to ask the lord to show us those circumstances in our life to show us those points of encounter those portals those places that we if we will just press on a little bit longer if we will just press on a little bit deeper if we will just press on a little bit higher that we will tap into a dimension that is so beautiful and that is so glorious anybody that has done something once and left doing it man you 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 are not going to see an encounter you're not going to see a breakthrough jesus said it like this ask and you will receive seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened to you now if everything you would get when you ask jesus would not ask you to seek and if everything you get by seeking jesus would not ask you to knock it was necessary that you cause your asking to increase to the level of seeking and cause your seeking to increase to the level of knocking and the next verse it says if you keep on asking you will receive keep on asking if you keep on seeking not a one time seeking but a lifestyle of seeking and if you keep on knocking keep on knocking keep on going after god Jesus said this beautiful story in Luke chapter 18 of this widow that needed justice and she was going to this unrighteous judge who did not fear God or have any affection for people and the bible says that this widow she kept on going and bothering this unrighteous judge and because of her shameless persistence in going after uh, this judge to get justice for her case the bible says the judge finally gave her what she was looking for and then jesus compares that story to our relationship with god and he says hey if an unrighteous judge who has no fear of god and who doesn't love his people can do something like this for a persistent widow how much more can a loving heavenly father manifest himself do uh, miracles release heaven down upon us for a church that is persistent that is not going to give up after two days of fasting and praying that is not going to give up after two meetings that is not going to give up after 40 days thank god for this 40 days that the songs of revival team has arranged for us to receive from the lord but can we determine that we will not finish our pursuit of god's presence with these 40 days that we will continue to go after god that we will continue to 
persevere that will continue to pursue the presence and the the heart and the mind of god even after these 40 days are over that we will continue to live in such a way that we are preparing for pentecost that we are preparing for an outpouring of the holy spirit you know you can do nothing to to manufacture a move of god but what you can do is prepare yourself what you can do is set yourself up to that place to be in that place where you can uh, you know if the way that you speak and the way that you study and the way that you know god and everything that you set yourself up to be in that place where that when god does pour out his spirit it will be it will be very easy for you to respond to it it will be very easy for you to uh, tap into what god is doing you know a surfer somebody who goes on to this ocean with a surfing board he doesn't have to create waves right he's not going there with his surfing board it doesn't create waves no all that he does is he rides the waves and that is what you and i have to do we have to just position ourselves in the right way turn when we have to turn and and bend when we have to bend and you know and just stretch when we have to stretch and just position ourselves on that surfboard in the correct manner and then the wave will carry us where we have to go the wind will carry us where we are supposed to go all that we need to do in this season of our life as we are preparing is that we position ourselves for encounters with Jesus we position ourselves for revelations of who Jesus is we position ourselves and the bible goes on to say let me just quickly finish with this it says and once when he was eating with them he commanded them do not leave jerusalem until the father sends you the gift that he promised as i told you before john baptized with water but in just a few days you will be baptized with the holy spirit he is comparing this season of what they are experiencing to what john experienced how john prepared and what john did in his desire to encounter jesus and he said hey just like john remained in the wilderness why don't you guys live here in jerusalem stay here in jerusalem now now the jerusalem was the place of sacrifice it was a place where they where jesus was crucified it was a place where they would gather yearly to worship god and i believe that in the new testament church jerusalem uh, is representative of the church it's representative of uh, your family your believers your 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 the assembly the ecclesia that it is representative of that and jesus is telling us hey stay connected to your ecclesia stay connected to your church stay connected to your fellowship stay connected in your group in your gathering stay connected yes in this season we are scattered we 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 are not able to get to a church service for such a long time but jesus is saying hey do you want to experience the pentecost do you want to experience the move of god do you want to experience the outpouring that i am 
planning and preparing the whole world for and that I want you to be a carrier of and that I want you to become a catalyst for this move of God outside the church then in this season you need to remain in Jerusalem in this season you need to remain in fellowship in this season you need to remain in close connection with the heart and the body and the hands and the feet of Jesus so often we look down upon the church we don't want anything to do with the church we just want to go about hosting revival and hosting conferences and hosting meetings but hey wait a minute that's that's not what Jesus asked them to do he said do you want to be prepared for what's gonna come after this then you have to learn the principle of staying in Jerusalem humble yourself stay here sometimes it may not be comfortable sometimes it may not be glamorous sometimes it may not look very fruitful and productive but the more you stay here in Jerusalem the more you will prepare yourself now there is going to come a time when Jesus would want you to leave Jerusalem that's another mistake that we make that after when the move of God comes that we refuse to comply with the move of God we we want to be restricted to our denominations and restricted to our churches and restricted to how we do our services and how we sing our songs don't do that guys there will come a point when God will want you to break free of every the traditions and every systems and routines and uh, and and things that we build around us but in this season as we are preparing for a move of God as we are preparing for an outpouring of the Holy Spirit can we do so by being rooted in our Jerusalem by being rooted in the place that God wants us to be rooted in. and he says hey do not leave Jerusalem till that promise comes upon you till the Holy Spirit comes upon you and he says just like John baptized you with water you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit just in a few days let me prophesy this over your life right now you know water was a physical encounter that uh, these disciples had water was a physical thing that these guys could touch and feel and experience right now there are physical dimensions that God wants you to align yourself with there are physical people that God wants you to go and sit and talk to and and receive counseling from and help from and all of that but when you do adhere to the physical when you do submit to the Jerusalem when you do connect to the water you prepare yourself for the fire of the Holy Spirit something that cannot be touched something that cannot be felt it will not just be in the natural realm it will surpass the natural realm and and you will have access into the supernatural realm around you and that will happen when we are willing to let our natural realm be disciplined be in order submit to the water submit to the Jerusalem stay rooted stay connected and at the right time he knows how to propel you into the fire dimension into the Holy Spirit dimension into the spiritual dimensions now that means that today when you can't hear the voice of God why don't you go and listen to the voice of your pastor today when you can't experience uh, you know great fire and breakthrough and victory why don't you just spend time with your worship team and just spend time worshiping God till you sense the spiritual breakthrough why don't you give yourselves to physical worship and you know we always want 
spiritual breakthroughs when we are not even uh, you know thankful and and faithful to the physical blessings that God has given us if God has given you an opportunity to tune into a video like this and if you're going to just walk away by saying okay thank God for another sermon and and if you're not going to connect with this physically then why should God give you a spiritual victory you know if we cannot be faithful with the little things you know everything that we see and experience in this physical world are are little things are basic things and if we cannot uh, you know be faithful with the physical things with the water why should God give you an encounter with the spirit if you cannot be faithful with what John is giving you why should God encounter or give you something that Jesus is about to give you what you have received from John he said it like this he says, hey, hey guess what John he baptized you with water and in a few days you are going to be baptized with the Holy Spirit your physical adherence and submission to John prepares you for a spiritual manifestation of the presence of Jesus and an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon your life and I pray and I hope that this season we will take this word very very seriously I wish that I could just go on and read the entire chapter out to you but I don't have the time to do that and I'm I'm going to refrain from doing that so that you can go back into God's word and become hungry and dwell on these scriptures and and cry and weep over these scriptures saying God I want this to become my lifestyle I want this to become my portion I want this to become what I will receive and experience from you I don't want to be satisfied with what I already have and what I already got I want I want more of encounters. I want more deeper personal revelations of who Jesus is. The Bible says in verse 3 that every time that Jesus did meet them, he proved to him in many ways that he was actually alive. In this season, the Lord is releasing revelations and proof, visible proof to the fact that he is alive and he is working on your behalf are you ready for this i'm going to pray with you right now wherever you are stretch your faith and pray with me stretch your hearts out and stretch your hands up and pray with me and right now as you pray with me right now as you connect with this word right now there are going to be encounters that are going to be released in your home there are going to be encounters that are going to be released somebody i can see that you're 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 in fact driving or you're in fact riding I, I i see that you're on the road and and right where you are you're going to see such a crazy presence of god it may be hot all around you but there will be a, a cool shower of breeze the, the holy spirit is going to come upon you like a mighty rushing wind right now wherever you are connect 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 with this presence of Jesus do not ignore his presence and miss out on this encounter that is releasing over your life do not ritualize it do not make it a religious thing right now connect to what he is doing in the spirit realm yes 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 for for a few more minutes come on just start speaking in tongues just just lift your voices to him and just say Lord Jesus 
We thank you for your supernatural grace upon this season of my life. I thank you, Lord, because you are preparing me for something greater. You're preparing me for something beautiful. I thank you, Lord, for your preparing my church for a revival. I thank you, Lord, for your preparing my city. I thank you for Ambernad is going to see revival. I thank you, Lord, for Mumbai is going to see an encounter, a presence encounter, a glory encounter. We thank you, Lord, for all the reports about this coronavirus that is spreading in Maharashtra. Lord, we believe in this season that there shall be such a great outpouring of the Holy Spirit in this state. Yes, because the enemy has attacked the state of Maharashtra, we believe together as a family that Maharashtra will see such uh, an even more greater level and manifestation of God's presence and His power and His glory. That just like the enemy targeted people, we believe that the church, the Holy Spirit will fall upon people in massive numbers in this season, Lord. As your church prepares herself for this encounter, as your church prepares herself for receiving from you, as your church prepares herself to, to take this mantle upon her to the next level, I pray, Lord, that you will just do something miraculous, something personal, something, uh, something extraordinary in the church all over the city. God, we love you and we adore you. Lord, we thank you for all the testimonies of your presence, encounters that are going to come out of this video. We thank you, Lord, that there is no distance and time barrier. We thank you for those that are going to be watching this video years later, but are still going to be blessed because of God's presence that is being released through this word. We pray and we bless your children right now in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Have your way, we pray. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name we pray. Amen.